Good afternoon, K Tahoe AM and FM. It's time for The Bright Side with Alexis Robin. Good afternoon. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy Monday. It's another beautiful day in Tahoe. It's a gorgeous day. I can't believe July is almost over. I am settling into the last four weeks of summer. I'm savoring every minute. We Good for you. We got out on the lake this weekend. We paddled. We um, beached. I got a little sunburned by accident. Not terrible, but <laughs> Oops. we actually did those little pedal boats. My son and I yesterday, Aiden and I, we went through the Tahoe Keys. We had a magnificent lunch with a um, couple we know who has this great house right on the um, Keys, you know, right on the water there. And um, he had a little pedal boat and Aiden said, will you go out? So we went out. We had a good time. So it was a big, fun-filled Tahoe weekend. You know, it's really important for kids to do stuff like that. We had the opportunity to go to Wild Island this last week. Oh, fun. And it was, um, well, first of all, I had to get in a bathing suit in public. So that was kind of momentous. But it was, you know, my daughter just loved that I would race down the slides with her. And oh, do, yeah. I mean, she just loved it. Loved so it. much fun. It's so much fun. In fact, Wild Island, for those of you listening who don't know, it's a water park in Reno. And it is, we took our kids last year to one in San Jose and it like kind of much to our chagrin. And we got there. We had the best time. I mean, it was so much fun. So it's, uh, it's definitely good to get out and have fun in the summer. I, we're, you know, I'm just convinced that as a, as a culture, we're way too, um, you know, cranky and worried about everything and, and stressed out, like Cranky's just good. go have some fun. So, yeah. um, that's it, not today's show though. Today's show, uh, is the beginning of a series called lessons from kitchen remodel. Well, that, so, that can become cranky. We are, uh, we're almost finished. Like we're finished with the major stuff, but then there's a few little exciting things. Um, Last night, I plugged in my mixer, and it was going at the speed of light, and I realized we were getting, you know, double the power, to our, and we're not sure if we did that when we were changing an outlet or if it got wired that what? way or not, but they're checking it this so morning. So it went faster? Yeah. I said, why'd you turn it up so fast? She said, I only have it on one, and it was, meow, meow, meow. you know, it was, it was wild. Oh, and I've so, never heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. It was, it was exciting. I boiled water in our electric kettle in like, I don't know, less than 30 seconds. I was like, whoa, we have some serious power. So um, clearly, we're having them check it today because it could have been homeowner interference, um, or it could have been... No, something a, funky from the beginning. This Who sounds kind of cool. Is it just like a fire hazard to be like I that? I have no idea. As so I say, gonna, maybe you want to leave out. it like that. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> boom, done. I know. It's the ultimate for like the the high D speed, the people who uh, from the disc. We Instant gratification. About that, yeah. You want your oatmeal? I'll have it for you in less than a minute. That's so funny. So, uh, so anyhow... But the first um, in the the first lesson that I'm going to share today in some detail is um, that I can do dishes in the bathtub, and so all these mess all these lessons were interesting. I was talking to my business partner Gretchen Pisano today, and we were talking about like, oh, you know, what am I going to talk about on the show? And she says, oh, what about your lessons from your kitchen remodel? I said, oh, such a great idea. So, um, so anyhow, but the real metaphor for that one is that um, really you can make anything work. Yeah. Right. So True. dishes in the bathtub, not ideal. Kind of hurt your back. My mom, when I told my mom what I had set up, she says, does that hurt your back? I said, yeah, <laughs> yeah it does actually. Thanks for asking. We'll but, just um, eat out a lot. But yeah. So, um, but we, you know, we don't eat out a lot. We weren't eat out people. We weren't like uh, some of our friends said, oh, we were so excited. We got to go to dinner all the time. And I just, it's like, I love to cook. So for me eating out, it's just not, not your thing. Yeah. It's I mean, cool we like a- to go once in a blue moon. We like to eat out sometimes or we like to go get pizza or sushi or something but we're just not like 
And, <laughs> we did both this last weekend. Yeah, and even, I mean, years of being a business traveler um, and being on the road so much and eating the, kind of the heavy meals, it's like it just kind of lost its cachet. So so anyhow, we um, we had to learn to make anything work. And this is, you know, from the dishes in, this, um, in the bath. Um, after I take you through the metaphorical learning, at the very end, I'll tell you how I set up the bathtub for dishes so that if you are going through a kitchen model, you too can... <laughs> can learn from that or benefit from that. But the way that you make anything work is first you have to drop your mental boundaries, Mm -hmm. right? So we all have stories about how things are. Oh, I need a dishwasher or a kitchen sink to do my dishes. Well, the mental boundaries are that you need a kitchen sink, right? But when you think about it, what do you really need to do dishes? You need running water. Ideally, it's warm or hot. Yeah. You need uh, soap. And you need somewhere to hold your dishes and you need somewhere to dry your dishes, right? Now that sums it up. Or someone to dry your dishes. That'd be even better. But we didn't have that luxury. So we, uh, so we needed somewhere to uh, dry ours. So first you have to think about like, what do you actually need? So if you're thinking, well, I need, you know, I need to hire an administrative assistant, like, okay, well, what do you really need? Well, what I really need is to have somebody who can type things up for me. Okay. Do you need an administrative assistant to do that? Or could you hire a writing company, a writing firm, or could you get somebody to just transcribe stuff for you? Um, so when you're thinking about what you need, you know, break it down into like, what are the actual elements of what I need? Mm -hmm. So what is it, you know, and you can ask yourself, if I said, I need a kitchen sink to do dishes, you can ask yourself the question, what does the kitchen sink provide me? Right. It provides me running water, provides me a basin for my dishes and um, and ideally it provides you a disposal, although I can't fix that problem for you. Not in the bathtub. There are ways. (laughs) Unless you have a really awesome plumber Um, and ours was pretty awesome, but never did he suggest putting a disposal in our in our bathtub. Toilet works. Yeah. For a lot of things. Yes, it does. I learned that, too. Uh, My kids thought that was really gross, but I was like, hey, it's better than putting it down the bathtub sink. So um, drop your mental boundaries when you are trying to make something work that's out of the norm. Second thing you can do is to get creative. So you can try more than one thing. I would say try three or four different things and don't get attached to one idea. So originally I had this set up for how it was going to work for doing dishes in the bath. And maybe this is a good time to tell you how I did it. Um, so we have a regular bathtub. And it has one of those awesome shower heads that you can lift off and move oh, nice. around. So That's that was helpful. key to being able to do dishes in the in the bathtub, although not necessary, but was it was a, a plus. It was helpful. So I had a, a blue bucket that would sit in the kitchen where our makeshift kitchen was, or sorry, would sit in the living room where our makeshift <laughs> kitchen was. And then I had just a plastic bucket. And then I went and bought one of those big bins, like you would store your ski stuff in the garage in the winter in one mm-hmm. of those big plastic tubs mm-hmm. or bins with the lid. So I put the bin in the bathtub and that way I had some kind of a soft landing and a smaller space versus just piling everything into the bottom of the bathtub. Mm-hmm. And if for some reason I hadn't gotten to the dishes and the kids needed to take a bath, I could just lift it out. So that kind of became my basin. And then we had this great little thing we got for our wedding, like, I don't know, 11 years ago or something that um, is like a basket that you hang that sits over your sink, like kind of a strainer basket. Mm -hmm. And so I put that in the big plastic tub. So then I had like this tub. I had the strainer over the plastic tub. Mm -hmm. And then, um, of course, we had the hot water and then I had the bucket in the living room. Well, 
What happened is that I was thinking I was going to use the tub like a sink and then put all the hot soapy water in there. Mm -hmm. But then when I was washing, it was splashing up and hitting all the clean dishes that were drying in the rack. So that wasn't working. So that's why I'm saying get creative. You got to try different things and not get attached to your original idea Mm -hmm. because your original idea, once in practice, may not be as great as you thought it was. So so then what ended up happening was that... um, Everybody kept forgetting to bring, myself included, kept forgetting to bring the blue bucket back to the living room kitchen uh, when we were done. And so then we would have to bring it, you know, back and forth. So we ended up leaving the bucket in the bathtub and that became our kind of catch all for dirty dishes. Okay. And then, uh, and then we would, once they were, um, we'd fill that with hot soapy water when it was time Mm -hmm. and then we'd wash everything and then we'd rinse it and then we'd just put it in the tub. So we didn't really use the tub for anything except for once in a while, putting like a big platter or a cutting board or something in there that needed to dry, but didn't quite fit into the little strainer thing. So that was, uh, that was how we actually did it. Now, um, after a while, I remember one night I was in there and I was sitting on the edge of my tub and I actually bought some really nice, um, what do you call those, uh, dishwashing gloves so that I could, um, use hotter water and that I wouldn't have to, um, hurt my nice skin. And, um, and so that was good, which is something I don't usually use gloves when I wash dishes. No, but we should, but we should, it's good for your hands. I actually really started liking them and now use them all the time. But the thing was, is that uh, I was washing all these little plastic cups because we were using throwaway cups, but we weren't throwing them away because we just felt too guilty about throwing them away or recycling them. We were, we were like, oh, let's get plastic cups. It'll be easier. And then I realized we were just washing them every night and reusing them, which I feel proud of. And we, uh, so we then, so then as my back starting to hurt, I thought to myself, why am I washing these in the tub and not in the bathroom sink? Like, they're these little teeny cups that have been used for water. It's exactly. not like they're full of disgusting food or anything. Like, what am I doing down here? And so um, that is where you need to get creative and not be attached here. Because when you're thinking about, like, how can I make anything work? And you get a system going and you're like, hey, this works. Then you can start to iterate on it. What would work better? What would be more effective? What would make my back hurt a little bit less? Exactly. And that could have been moving those cups to the sink. So, But it took me a while you know, sometimes pain and suffering, it, it helps you get more creative. But it took me a while to realize that I could just easily go in and wash that out and not cause a big mess in the bathroom. And so so just be, um, just be very conscious about iterating on your solution to whatever you're doing and figuring out, like, even though it works, is there a way it could work more effectively exactly. with less pain? Right. So there's so there's that. Now, the third thing in how to make anything work is to look to others for help and past experience. So one cool thing about kitchen remodels is that there's about eight million blogs out there for everybody who's ever done one who wants to talk about it, who's lived to tell the tale. There are these awesome websites. My current favorite is House, H-O-U-Z-Z dot com that um, has, you know, first of all, a gazillion pictures of every kind of kitchen if you want modern if you want french country if you want traditional whatever it's mm-hmm. all there in every color i mean it is wow fab fabulous i mean you could just i looked through that for months so much fun so you can look to websites you can look to friends you can ask people like how do, what did you do how did you set it up what did you know what 
systems did you put in place to make it easier on yourself? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people said paper plates, and that was fine. Like, I had no problem doing the paper plates because they're compostable, and we got mm-hmm. the really thin ones, and, and that worked for us. Um, but the plastic cups, not so much. Uh, but look to others for help and get their past experience. If you can't, if you don't know anyone who's ever been through it, um, go online and Google it. I mean, gosh, there's so much available. Go to YouTube and Google it um, and find out if there's something on there that'll help you. And then try their system. And it might work or it might not, but that's okay. You can at least, you might riff off of one of their ideas. Mm-hmm. You don't have to make it up yourself. Um, now, when you're thinking about how to make anything work in your life, you know, kitchen remodels, of course, there's a lot of blogs on, but many things there's a lot of blogs on. Exactly. You know, we talked a few shows ago about changing the uh, headlamp in our car mm-hmm. and how my husband found it on YouTube. I mean, he, it's amazing, like the stuff he finds on YouTube. And so, um, so I just would encourage you, whatever your challenge is, whatever you're having to figure out how to make something work and you think, oh, I, if I only had this, I could make this work, mm-hmm. you know, kind of. Drop the mental boundaries. Ask yourself, what what would having that give me mm-hmm. so you can get down to the granular? Get creative. You know, try different things. Iterate on the process. Try to make it more um, effective once you get started. Look to others for help and past experience. And then um, second to last here is to be okay with a slightly different outcome. <laughs> right? Like you're doing things totally different than you did before. So you might have a different outcome. Exactly. Right. It might take longer to do the dishes. Yeah. It might actually be faster because you've got this awesome shower head, which works like covers way more square footage than your little thing in the sink. You know, um, you might be able to use even hotter water out of your tub. You might be able to fill up the bucket faster. You know, there's all kinds of positive outcomes in terms of different outcomes. Um, or your dishes might have spots on them because they air dried or they might, you know, not be as shiny as when they go through the dishwasher. Um, and that's okay. You know, they're still been cleaned with hot soapy water and that's all right. Uh, you might only be able to do a little bit at a time or we, um, we actually ended up leaving dishes kind of sitting for a little bit longer than usual. We used to do them pretty much as soon as they're dirty, we do them. Mm -hmm. Um, but then in this process, we just had to get used to, you know, putting them in there. And then when we had time going in, sitting down and committing to, doing the dishes, right? So, um, so you just have to be okay with a slightly different outcome when you're making anything work. And then finally, uh, my tip for lessons from a kitchen remodel, part one, how to make anything work, AKA I can do dishes in the bathtub is to constantly question your method, right? Constantly question your method. This goes back to that iteration is, is this method the best method? Is this method working? Do I like this method? Do I not like this method? Is there something I could do differently? Mm -hmm. Do I actually really prefer to just get all plastic and paper and throw it all away? (laughs) Right. Or not. Do I, would I prefer to recycle it or would I prefer to reuse it or Mm -hmm. what have you? But, um, but be willing to constantly question your method. Now, this what I think is interesting about how, how to make anything work is that in the process, my son lost his lunchbox. Uh-oh. And they're going to summer camp. Uh-oh. Right? And here we are. And we have extra lunchboxes from years past. I keep them as, as long as they're not too gross. And But I couldn't get to it. I mean, it was buried somewhere in boxes. And so... As you know, being in this mode of having to be creative and make things work, um, all of a sudden I was like, well, what can we use for a lunchbox? And now we don't even have plastic bags anymore because they've done the ban, which I wholeheartedly support. Um, but, you know, 
you no longer have just the throwaway plastic Safeway bag. I have a little surplus of them in my laundry room if you ever need any. Oh, good to know. It's amazing how you think about like, oh, I need a, oh, I don't have those anymore. I've used them all. Okay. Um, But we ended up using a large Ziploc bag and I just wrote his name on the front of it and I thought, whatever, nothing's going to fall out. Large Ziploc bag, it works. Mm -hmm. But when you get into the space where you, where you think to yourself, you know what, I can make anything work, then it's amazing what opens itself up to you and what presents itself to you. So, um, so those, are my quick and short lessons from a kitchen remodel part one and that was about how to make anything work now coming up we're going to be diving into um, some other methods like there are many different ways to do things and things are not always what they seem (laughs) and trust the professionals yeah that's probably good advice and don't suffer before you need to suffer That's a good one. And finally, my favorite lesson, which I'll be sharing with you in a future show, is everything is fixable. Right? Everything (laughs) is fixable. So uh, those are... Get back to us after your power. Yeah, right? (laughs) I know. I thought about that. I thought, oh my gosh. Like, I went... But that's, you know, that's a good little segue into don't suffer before you need to suffer. Like, for one minute, I catastrophized. (gasps) What if it's all wired the wrong way? You know? And then... I thought to myself, no, it's probably one simple wrong wire on one outlet. It's it's probably something maybe we did when we were trying to upgrade some outlet. It's not a big deal. Maybe that's the power you're supposed to have and you always had sub power before. I thought about that too. But okay. then I was like, hmm, maybe not because I've lived know. in different houses. But um, <laughs> but it's, you know, I thought I'm not going to worry about this yet. Like, the guys who did our power were awesome. I'm sure that they're going to be able to figure out what it is and it'll be fixed by tonight. So, yep. so anyhow, um, that's, you know, don't suffer before you need to suffer. <laughs> don't assume it's going to be bad. You could worry, lose a whole day, lose a whole night's sleep over it. And at the end of the day, have nothing be wrong. That's right. So there's just no point for that. So more on lessons from a kitchen remodel next week on the bright side. In the meantime, you can uh, check us out on the web at plinkcoachingcenter.com. You can check out our offices on Ski Run Boulevard, uh, 1048 Ski Run. We are in the Tahoe Mountain Lab upstairs offering corporate retreats and uh, individual coaching. And please feel free to um, to email with suggestions or post on our um, Facebook pages or KTHO's Facebook page with suggestions for what you'd like for a show. So we've had a couple of those recently. So Very good. Kind of fun. So thanks, Jen. Fun stuff. We will see you next week. Same time, same place. Yep. Same summer to savor. So yeah. get out, have some fun. Enjoy those sunsets while the clouds are here. Oh, yeah. There's a benefit to that 20% There's a silver chance. lining, right? Uh-huh. Absolutely. You've been listening to The Bright Side with Alexis Robin here on K Tahoe AM and FM.